0: and i think you know there's this difference between making our work this massive achievement we have to have we have to go big we have to go mm-hmm. strong we have to be the best versus understanding the life we want to have, whatever mm-hmm. that is, whatever that feels like, how we want to live, and then working toward it and whatever that stepping stone looks like. It's mm-hmm. like the focus has changed. The lens has changed mm-hmm. when we're looking at those two things differently.
1: Yes, to all of that. I think we do because achievements are finite and they're usually binary. It's like, get to this income level or get this promotion or write this book. What They're so clear and crisp and Yes, stark, which is beautiful for our minds. So we set more time, we we put more time and effort into setting them and then they feel more concrete versus the way that we want to live. I don't, Mm. I think that we don't reflect on that very much. It can be like more of a felt experience. It can be more esoteric or ethereal, Mm. not as concrete. And so as a result, our minds, which are wired for concreteness, (laughs) are like oh i can't solve that easily so i'm moving on to the more achievable thing if you know there is
0: something deep inside of you that is yearning to be seen to be known and to have expression if there's something you need to reclaim and remember maybe it's your power your purpose your gifts this is the podcast for you welcome to reclaiming ourselves I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm honored to have three amazing co-hosts, Laura Shook Guzman, Belinda Hahn, and Emily Sikorsi here with me on this journey to self-discovery. Every week, we're going to help you unravel and remember what it means to reclaim yourself, to own who you are, to recognize your innate worth and greatness. Now, this podcast is a deep dive into self-development, healing, and empowerment. So hold on. Here we go. Hi, and welcome back to Reclaiming Ourselves. I have our beautiful co-host, Emily, back into the podcast studio. And today, we're going to talk about something that I think is a really important exploration, right? We're going to talk about how do we want to live versus what do we want to achieve? I feel like in so many ways, the world is designed to have us exploring. What do we want to achieve? What do we want to achieve next? What's our next goal? What's the next thing we're reaching towards? And yet that often can come at the cost of how we're living. And so I'm really excited for Emily to kind of unpack this with us. Tell us a little bit of her viewpoint. Uh, Emily, let's, let's start there. Tell us a little bit about what you think about this topic.
1: Yes, I'm so excited for this discussion because mm-hmm. I think achievement mindset and I have been in that mindset for a lot, many parts of my life, but I think achievement mindset really robs us of, blinds us to mm what is going on in our lives. And Mm -hmm. I I see concepts visually, like they, they come over me, you know, in a, in a visual sense. And I see it almost like this dark, thick theater curtain that kind of Mm. falls around us in our desire to focus on achievements. And Mm. so it really does isolate us from the present and from the moment, but the achievement mindset is all around us. And we're steeped in it from the time that we are born. Yeah, And part of the process of reclaiming ourselves, it's a matter of, I think, kind of pulling apart this curtain and peeking out, right? Letting the light come in and peeking out and then stepping out from behind it. So that's kind of, that's sort of the visual that pops to mind. I don't know if any of our mm. listeners will, will resonate with that, but that's how it yeah. shows up for me feels or looks to yeah. me. Yeah. I love that. And I love the visualness, right? Like, I think it
0: helps. I don't know, just capture kind of the essence of this feeling and this talk. And yeah, I think, you know, it's really challenging when we've been taught in every aspect to focus on achievement. I mean, we're taught, you know, we're taught that in school and, you know, getting good grades and making A's and like, even so young, we're forced on this idea of achieving something, of being great, of being the best. And then that just carries through every aspect of our lives. And I know like even being a business owner.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It has been so challenging because I feel like I've been at war with that mindset, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not really an achiever It's not motivating to me. Like internally, I've never been motivated by success or by goals or by, you know, I have things I want and, and there's so much more about how I want to feel and how I want to be but I always have had this idea that I have to achieve. That's what is required of me. And so I've often felt like a war inside myself with like this piece that needs to achieve and this piece that just wants to experience and be and slow down. And I think a lot of people feel that, that, you know, fighting, you know, kind of innately inside of them.
1: Yes. That competing energy. Mm. That's what it feels like to me too. It's like when I'm, on my own and I'm in more of my creative mode, like the essential me, the deep self, I call her. Mm. Yeah. I don't feel any of that compulsion. I feel compelled, compelled to create and I can feel compelled to express and it's pretty mellow there. And there's a flow (laughs) state, but then you take me and you put me into an achievement environment, like the visual of a classroom comes to mind. Um, I was recently for several years, a part of a business group that is global business group that will remain nameless, but you put me, you drop me in there and I'm suddenly like, okay, I want to get the gold star. I want to get the a, Oh, you need me to set these markers. You need me to do sales projections. You need me to every quarter do this and that. And like, no matter how true I want to stay to the deep self, mm. I am drawn, I am sucked in, and I'm leaning into that mindset with, mm. with some sense of hope that, and I think this is reinforced by the society around me, that when I am fully marking off those accomplishments, those achievements, I will feel transformed. Mm -hmm. and it's this weird faith of like, but when you get to that number and when, you know, when I will have done all these things, I will feel X, Y, Z, whatever. I will feel a sense of reward. I will feel achievement. I will feel I can finally do these things. And I've been in business for myself long enough to know that that's not true. And that was so like when I first achieved this huge goal of mine, I was so shocked. (laughs) I was so shocked with the reality of like the deep self is not satiated, is not Mm. feeling full, and the achiever self isn't either.
0: It's an illusion, right? It's this great big illusion that we've been fed that somehow at the end of the achievement rainbow, we're going to find the pot of gold, joy, fulfillment, happiness, purpose. And like it never comes if the road is achievement. That's the thing, and so yes. I think that's you know it's really interesting to just even acknowledge this and talk about this because yeah. I think it's so deeply rooted in our identities mm-hmm. that most of the time we don't even realize it's there. Even when we're on a spiritual path, even when we're working towards self development, even mm-hmm. that be- can become the achievement road. And so mm-hmm. you know it's really interesting to step back for a minute and look at ourselves because every one of us, I guarantee, is on the mm-hmm. achievement road. And the Mm -hmm. question is: Looking at, is this how we want to live, right? And maybe Mm -hmm. the achievement road you're on is how you want to live, right? That there's no wrong or right, but is it? That's the question,
1: right? It's parsing out. It's the the wisdom um, the wisdom of of uh, Viktor Frankl, right? Mm. The stimulus and the response. It's the space in between, because I find for myself like that space is so brief, is so quick. Every day I read. Mark Nepo. And one of his entries the other day was notice what you, you know, where where you get into a float state, where you feel called to spend more time. And I am reading this passage in the morning. It's one of the first things that I do in the day. And I'm immediately going, Oh yeah, well, I really like to do this. So how can I create a thing, around that, and then monetize? And before I'm even done with the page. Uh And then I get to, and I'm not even fully aware that that's the mindset. And then I get to his little reflection at the end, which says, don't try to do anything with this. (laughs) It outsmarted me. Mm. So don't make this into a task. Don't make this into anything else that you need to like build upon. (laughs) And I just went, Oh yeah. And then that was the moment when I saw all of that So it is creating that space between the stimulus, the call to the world that wants us, and this is what I kind of started thinking about as I reflected on our conversation, or I got ready for our conversation today, was that we are in a good state for manipulation when we are distracted by the achievement that the world really wants us to value. Mm. And so, there's a lot of incentive for the society, for the corporation, in and in a to to kind of put a big, scary <laughs> name on that to keep us in that distracted, achievement-minded space. Definitely. Because then we can, they can dangle the raise or the promotion or the this or the that, so that they can continue to use our minds, our bodies, our spirits, our hearts for their gain. And I know that sounds really maybe radical for some people listening, but that's what's happening. I mean, we're being Mm. compensated through monetary means, but that's what's going on. So I think being in that achievement state of mind, opening up some space and going, who benefits from this? Just to Mm. your point earlier, what am I getting out of this? It may be like, no, it keeps me motivated. keeps me going. Great. But maybe it's like, Oh, it's actually draining my battery. Yes, I'm not feeling fulfillment when I'm hitting these marks and and that's been a process for me, like i said like i I grew up in a big family, and so I thought I had to kind of achieve to be seen, and then I also never felt like my achievements were seen yes. <laughs> so that was that was lovely and so i that script was set pretty early, and I continued to seek that a the gold star, the straight A's throughout my life and drive as part of who I am. But in this season, I've had a lot of things recently just turn turn in a direction I didn't anticipate. And initially after it was all said and done, I'm in this big transition moment. and, And when it was all kind of done, the ink was dried and everything, I was like, that came right up right away, the achievement mindset. Thankfully, I recognized it with the help of, of my coach and (laughs) other people around me saying, okay, you can take a breath here. Mm. But immediately my instinct was to, okay, set new goals, start moving again. And now where I'm in is, is the space of, okay, how do I want to live? And let me build around that. And in this moment, I want to live in the space of, I don't know. And I'm just leaving space, just spaciousness. Mm. I'm resisting the urge to achieve or to set markers for myself, which is uncomfortable, yeah, but also healing in a way I'm finding.
0: Yeah, for sure. I've, I feel like I've been through many of those time periods where I had to kind of stop. I mean, I was definitely a high achiever. I mean, my, um, Dad in particular was very much about like, where's your hundred and two? I'd bring home a hundred and he'd be like, Where's the bonus points? You know, like the the achievement was like strong in me. And even in college, I got all A's in six years of college except for one B, which I wept about because I got (laughs) one B, right? And it broke me. I got two hours sleep a night in college. I was working full-time, putting myself through. And when I graduated, here I had achieved this great score in my college. I achieved a degree. I achieved all this I put myself through college, right all these things I'd achieved, and I was completely dissatisfied.
1: Mm. I was
0: completely in illusion about like, what do I do next and and what does this all mean and and I feel like there was this. Breaking point of identity at that moment for yeah. me, where I had to stop and be like, What do I really want? Like, even after six years of college, full time work, all of that, I enrolled the first semester out in a whole series of continuing education (laughs) classes. I was like, Oh no, just like, I'll do more classes. And I actually dropped all of them. And it was like this huge awakening for me of, you know, just recognizing and exploring. And I call that year my fairy year Mm. because for the whole year, all I did was wait tables. All I did was play. All I did was explore myself. I mean, I would spend hours journaling and reading and it was like, this year where I let go of achievement, of all kinds of achievement. I didn't even try to get a job, you know, a real job. I didn't do anything. I just let myself experience. And Mm. and it totally changed me in every way. And it was the first time I felt something other than the achievement mindset. And of course I went back into the loop, right? So (laughs) I started a business back into the loop in many different ways and forms. But that was my first real taste of what it feels like when you really, really let go of Mm -hmm. what the world's telling you you should be. Mm -hmm. And I call it my fairy year because it was like the best year of my life, right? In some (laughs) ways, I mean, hard in others, but it was so joyful. It was, it was so freeing. And I think, you know, that's what I really carried with me to, to come back to in my time of forgetting
1: (laughs) when I got Mm -hmm. back into the achievement mindset. Yeah. Two things jump jump out at me from your story. It's like I wonder when we go back into the loop, because you do, mm-hmm. I do. I did the same thing in college I'm like I had somebody in high school challenge me about like whatever college I was gonna get into. So it's like, oh fine, you just watch this and I get to the days <laughs> in college and then you'll see like that mattered. Yeah, um, exactly. So we'll go re-enter the loop at some point. And maybe that's purposeful. Like maybe we're meant to learn something in the achievement loop that we then once we spit out of it. Go, oh, okay, but that time around I learned this about myself, or I learned mm-hmm. that these are the kind of conditions that I do like to be in. I want to believe that because <laughs> I don't want to just believe that I'm just
0: the dummy Wasting
1: time <laughs> Learning the same lesson over and over. But um, so that jumps out at me right away. And then um this other question of like not all of us are like so fortunate, right? Like we can't always take a break right we can't always be not achievement minded because maybe your salary is connected to that achievement totally and maybe you're raising small children or you know you're working our listeners you know working really long hours so what i like to think about and i like to kind of take these big ideas but like break them down into really small ways that in the everyday we can practice more living and less achievement mindset so the, I kind of, I kind of did that. I kind of put pen to paper on on what that might look like. So I just want to be sensitive to the fact that not everyone is able to just like hit the you know eject button out of that achievement mindset or or the society, the world, the culture that we're set up inside of.
0: A hundred percent. And yeah. I think a lot of times going back into the loop was the result of that for me Mm -hmm. right A time when i was a single parent and i had no money and i wasn't sure i was going to feed my kid or you know when i lost everything like there were there were definitely times that out of desperation that I got kicked back into the loop. And then also times out of, you know, desire to achieve something or thinking I should achieve something. And so, you know, I love that. I love that you brought that point up because mm-hmm. that was a precious time period. For that first time for me, because I was free, I didn't have kids. I didn't have obligations. Yeah. You know, I could, I could live like that. Um, but it is definitely, it definitely was different in the other times of my life and, yeah. you know, and no way, I think, are we saying, dump all your achievements, right? No. <laughs> like, just be no. free, dump all your achievements, you know? Mm-hmm. It is about navigating in whatever situation, place, circumstance, life that you're in now.
1: Yeah, and I think it's about the awareness of, like, okay, I'm I'm stepping into that mindset of, like, mm-hmm. that kick out. Like, I think of it, like, get it done, kick ass, like, mm-hmm. go as hard as you can, knowing that I'm going to have to do this for X amount of years, X amount of days, or, you know, five days a week or six days a week. And then I am going to carve out a little bit of space intentionally to breathe. But it's about like knowing, knowing that I'm entering into this loop and, and then also knowing I'm resisting that. Oh, that's interesting. Why am I resisting that?
0: Yeah. And I think too... You know, there's a difference between making the achievement, the focus, mm-hmm. and making the the work we do a, ste- a stepping stone to whatever we're creating, right? Mm-hmm. There's this like subtle difference between those things, you know, because I can – make my work, you know, let's because we're talking about income, which I think a lot of people will have that question. Well, yeah, that's great to not have achievements, but I've got to make income. I've got to feed my family, right? I think it's a very legitimate fear. It's been in most of the business clients I've worked with over the years, right? Like how do I feed my family? How can I do what I love when I have to feed my family, right? So there's this, you know, this real fear, this real worry, this legitimate thing Mm -hmm. that they have to navigate. And I think, you know, there's this difference between making our work this massive achievement we have to have. We have to go big. We have to go Mm -hmm. strong. We have to be the best Mm -hmm. versus understanding the life we want to have, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, whatever that feels like, how we want to live and then working toward it and whatever that stepping stone looks like. It's Mm -hmm. like the focus has changed. The lens has changed Mm -hmm. when we're looking at those two things differently.
1: Yes. To all of that. I think we do because achievements are finite and they're usually binary. It's like, get to this income level or get this promotion or write this book. They're so clear and crisp and yeah, stark, which is beautiful for our minds. <laughs> so we set more time. We, we put more time and effort into setting them and then they feel more concrete versus the way that we want to live. I don't, mm. I think that we don't reflect on that very much. It can be like more of a felt experience. It can be more esoteric or ethereal, Mm. not as concrete. And so as a result, our minds, which are wired for concreteness, are like, oh, I can't solve that easily. So I'm moving on to the more achievable thing. But I think in reflecting on this, that when I looked at myself, I was like, okay, living versus achieving, like those mindsets, what are the differences? Like Mm. what? What is a result? If I'm living in a, okay, I'm, I want to live fully today versus a, I really want to achieve this thing. What are the differences between those mindsets? So the first thing that kind of struck me was like, when I'm in the live mindset, it's a daily day by day. Yeah. It's a daily thing. When I'm in the achieve mindset, it's a someday, Yeah, it's a someday thing. And so I'm not really, which leads to the second one. I'm not really present in the live mindset, I'm present because I'm like, do I want to work outside for a couple hours? Do I want to stop and take a walk? Do I want to go have a coffee with someone? It's right now. It's present and I need to be present too. Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I is my um, Are my legs going numb because I've been sitting for too long at this desk? You know, whatever it is. Versus in the achieve mindset, I'm in the future. I'm already designing what it looks like for me to exist in the world where the achievement is made and so being in that future mindset it's pulling me out of this moment i'm not noticing mm-hmm. i'm not really fully here and i think that that gives way to that the brain going into constant overdrive on planning mode and i have fallen into that whether it's planning a trip for my family or it's planning a an event or it's planning um, something around the business, but the mind can just go into overdrive so easily there in the the achieve mindset. And as a result, I get disconnected from like my body and from just planning like, oh, when I'm going to eat lunch. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just like the immediate planning. So I think body connection can kind of be severed as well. And
0: that's really interesting, right? Because the more I learn about Like what happens when we're really disconnected to our body, right? Like so much trauma is a part of that, like where we disconnect from our body. So many of our responses, our fear responses, our nervous system responses are like disconnecting, right, from our body because we're fighting or we're, you know, disassociating or we're freezing or we're, you know, and so it's really interesting To recognize how important it is to be more embodied, how important it is to be more connected to our bodies, you know, to, to recognize our responses, to understand what's happening, to feel what we feel, to understand our desires, right? There's all these ways in which being connected to the body is so important. And if the achievement mindset always takes us out of the body, what is happening to us, right? Like what is happening to us? So I think that's a really interesting connection because we live in a world that is constantly promoting that that environment, which perpetuates this disconnection to our body, mm-hmm. disconnection to our feel sense, disconnection to our joy and our
1: fulfillment and our, our satiation, right? Our satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And yet, this is another interesting wrinkle here, And yet we venerate. And I personally, I'm a huge sports fan. So I venerate people who are bringing that together. Like they're using their bodies to achieve something. But you can see the stories unfold and the narratives unfold where someone's mindset is off or the relationship and the team gets fractured and then that affects. So that's just, that's just kind of a side, um, a, a detour, but a little bit, but it's, connected like it's fascinating to me how people can stay connected to their body and be in achievement mindset um and i just wonder what that experience is like i'm not a an athlete but it's, it's but
0: are they connected to their body because yeah. i i often think
1: Athletes have to disconnect to push themselves
0: the way mm. they do, right? To overuse their body, to injure their body, and then have to keep going in so many of those circumstances. Yes. They have to disconnect. They can't live in the pain and fully experience it while they're achieving. Mm. So there has to be this disconnection. But they're using their body, but yes. you know, off. I mean, this is like a total side kind of side yeah. trail, but that's like, interesting. Yeah. And I, and I think you know, when we're actually embodied, when we're actually connected to our body, Mm -hmm. we don't see it as an object to be used. We see it as the thing to live in. And I don't know how many athletes actually experience that. I mean, it'd be really interesting to talk to some, you know, talk to more. Yeah. Well, especially
1: post um, retirement, because I think a lot of it, and, you know, I love to read. I'm a reader, a voracious reader. And Um, ESPN does an amazing job, um, on their documentaries, um, the 40 for 40 series, telling the stories of athletes really outside of the the field of play, so to speak. And you see that process of, well, I'll deal with this later. Like I'll, uh, to your point, I will turn off the like pain sensors and, and then later they negotiate, they have to renegotiate their identity and reconnect Mm -hmm. to their bodies in new ways where they're not being objectified. Yeah, um, but I, I do think it's really it's really reflective. I guess we're doing the same thing, you know, when yeah. we're in that achievement mindset as entrepreneurs or as parents, whatever. We are turning off certain yes. inputs. Yes, we're turning off those inputs. Like, and like exhaustion, I'll deal with that later.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like exhaustion, yeah. burn, being burned out. Is in burnout is really an epidemic at this point. And so, yes. you know, so many people, because of that achievement mindset or ignoring the cues that they need to slow down or ignoring the cues that they need to rest or, mm-hmm. you know, at least pace themselves in whatever they're doing or take breaks, mm-hmm. um, even mm-hmm. if it's just a few minutes a day. And so, yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And yes. then, of course, it's perpetuated by our bosses
1: or by the people mm-hmm. that we work mm-hmm. for, or by the people yeah, that we the work structures with, or all,
0: all, all, all around the structures. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They exactly. just encourage that. And even the competition that we see and we expose ourselves to over and over, like a comparison mindset. I mean, social media really mm. just amplifies that. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day and they were talking about, well, you know, I have these these really good close friends, but I see on social media that, you know, people are getting together. <laughs> it was a grown adult woman just just like talking about, should I be doing something different or like, am I missing out? And she's like, is that something I need to set as an achievement, right? Mm-hmm. That I go on the family vacation or that we have the girls' weekends. And I mean, it's all such bullshit. It's all just this construct, right, yes. of what people are selecting to share. And yeah. um, and then you're applying that as an achievement for you. And that's not even – it's not even real. And And also in that image that you're seeing that's so appealing from a neurological standpoint – The reality is the mosquitoes are biting (laughs) somebody got way too drunk last night like Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's weird relationship stuff going on i mean we don't as human beings really flesh out that picture completely instead we just apply that judgment or that ideal to it and compare ourselves to it and it's so insidious and so insidious
0: Yeah. And it reminds me right now because, you know, as I, I have been getting really into, you know, human design, which, you know, I'm like a little baby at it. So I'm sure some of our listeners are like really into it, but it's been helping me understand like why a lot of things in my life haven't worked out and why some have, right. You know, like it's been helping me kind of unpack why I operate the way that I do and why I've struggled to operate as a different kind of energy. Um, Mm -hmm. Because for me, I'm a generator, which really just means that I... Need to respond to things rather than initiate things, but as a business owner, I've constantly spent my life initiating and exhausting myself and depleting myself of all energy, and then looking out to see what should I achieve next, or what should my business achieve, or you know what kind of client should I have, or how much money should I make? Right there's there's all these kind of outside influences that I've I've seen, and then I try to initiate things for myself instead of the times that I let myself sit in feeling right mm-hmm. in my gut response in my emotional you know sense of things understanding what i want to achieve and i think you know when we talk about achievement there's a difference between when something lands for me that i really am willing to go after and i'm mm-hmm. really willing to achieve that because the uh, cuz i know there's a knowing that achieving that will bring fulfillment but that is very different than 99% of what I've tried to achieve in my life, which is very much about what I see in the world I should want mm-hmm. or you know what I think I need to achieve for A, B, and C. And so there is this like difference too between Mm. something that is like, yes, I want to achieve that because it feels right. It feels right for me. And there's a different quality of going after that. So it's not the same as what I think we're calling the achievement mindset, right? Mm -hmm. There is space in that. I mean, my biggest things that I really felt that I wanted to achieve, that I was excited about, that I could feel were really right for me, there was an infinite patience. Like it wasn't like, I need to achieve it tomorrow or next week or next month, right? There was no desperation. It was like, this is what I'm going to work towards. And if it takes my whole life, that's okay. You know, it has such a different quality in it and the road to achieving it is very different. And so, you know, it's not that we're saying don't achieve anything, right? And, you know, forget achievement of all kinds, but I think it's really understanding where am I coming from?
1: Yeah, I, I think that you really hit on something. Like it's, it's a really good kind of reflection point. Is there an absence of desperation? You know, what is that setting of that goal or, or, um, accomplishment? How do you live into it? And that goes back mm. into the living. If mm. our focus is on how am I living into that? What is the energy of bringing to that? If it's like, Oh, a tensing, if it's a desperation, like, Oh God, I gotta, I gotta. You know, if it feels like that, then maybe that's not the achievement that is in alignment for you. Just something, you know, something to consider there. I think that's a really, that's a really good point. Um, If it feels like there's ample energy, as you said, it feels like there's not like a hard timeline or there's patience, as you said, mm-hmm. then that could be a sign that that's something that's more in alignment with with who you are instead of being imposed mm-hmm. on you. And we talked about this in our first panel episode, right? The imposition yeah. of the world, how that's imposed. And then we start taking it, kind of taking those pieces off. I think that that can help us say, oh, that's a piece that's being imposed. I'm going to take that off and reclaim mm-hmm. a part of that core self, the deep self to move forward and to explore what is the thing that's in alignment for me and how do I pace that for myself? Because I think pace has a lot to do. It's a lot to do with how we consider living. I mean, I think we've sort of given up this idea of pace. I think when you, when you like live in the society, there's sort of this resignation of, of, oh, well, I have to grind and I have to be, and actually that's a choice. And when you travel and you know, you travel, you live abroad, You see, right? You see that totally that's not different. the only way. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's <laughs> hard to break it. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, I live in a town, in a culture that is so much slower. The pace is, like, the pace is so Great. And I want to live in that all the time. And yet I constantly face my own doubts, my own demons. Mm -hmm. Am I not achieving enough? Am I being lazy? Like those thoughts still come up. You know, should I have bigger goals? Should I have more goals? Should I accomplish more? Because I feel like I'm moving like a snail. And even that's a judgment. You know, I mean, sometimes I get together with, you know, other entrepreneurs and, you know, I talk about our goals or whatever we're doing. And every time I get there, I'm like, I'm achieving nothing, you know I mean? I'm like, and of course that's not true, but right. the pace that I'm operating now is so dramatically different than even what I operated in a year ago mm-hmm. that it's like, I still face my own judgment and demons and doubts mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, because I still am involved in a world that is fast paced, right? Not just where I live, which is some more slow paced, but you know, the entrepreneur world, the social media world, the you know, the world that we're still all very enmeshed in. Yeah. And the so, got a world. You gotta do yes. this.
1: You gotta do that. You gotta yeah. get if you're gonna do that program, it's almost like if you mention something like, Oh, this is interesting to me. like, okay, well, are you gonna create the community? You gotta get <laughs> <give> to <the> love it. <laughs> it's like suddenly this spark of an idea got fast tracked into like a breakdown of all the things I have to do. Now I have a long mm-hmm. list of things I have to do and I have no energy yes. for those. because I, I experience was... that all the time. Do you have a yeah. fix for
0: that, Emily? Please tell me that. <laughs> tell me that. I was just talking to
1: another friend about this. She's like, where's the person who can just take all my ideas and then just make them happen? I'm like, I don't know. But when you find that person, you'd better share. Because that's overall, so but then I I was examining that, I was questioning that. Like again, we're going back into like a commoditization mindset. Like, let's just stay in in the creative space, as she and I called it. We were both like, love to play with Barbies when we were little. She's like, let's just keep playing Barbies, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Get back to like just playing Barbies and be like, oh yeah. And then maybe the Barbies go down the slide, and then <laughs> and but it's hard. We have to intentionally push back from that. That mm-hmm. force, that uh, waterfall that's going to come down over us saying, and this is how you make this into something productive. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, when to go back to like living versus achieving, when you're in the achieve mindset, you're like imagining what the reward is going to feel like or look like or what you're going to do with it. But when you're in a living mindset, you're living the reward yeah. like every day. I can get so wrapped up in like, oh, but when I get my business to this level or when my kids are at this point, then I can, instead of going to your point, like you said, you did, you've you done, you've achieved nothing, but it's like, no, you've achieved a lot. I mean, in this year you launched this podcast, Yeah, you pulled us all together, like just as an example, like you're living the reward right now is, yeah. is the thing that you have created and done. So when we have that living mindset, you probably said at some point, wouldn't it be great to just do interviews with awesome people and have this audience, right? And it's yeah. happening right now. I so know. we're in the living mindset. We we can, if we if we see that, if we're able to open our eyes to it, we can celebrate that and we can actually be in the reward. I don't think we think about that a lot. Mm. We're like, oh, the reward's out there. When it's all done, when the season's done, or when I get to this point, then
0: Yeah. And, you know, when I, when I used to coach people, this is a new thing for me now that I'm not coaching anymore. When I used to coach people for 20 years, (laughs) it was interesting because when I asked people what they wanted, right? Like always their desires, their goals, their values, what they really wanted was a huge part of the work that you start with because they need to align whatever goals they have with the work they're going to do with you. Right. That's like, I think an important part of coaching And when you unpack what people really desire, so often they're like, ah, I want freedom. And almost all the people that I worked with, to some degree, they would would kind of boil down to, I just want more freedom. I'm like, cool. And their idea was, well, I'll have freedom at retirement. I'll have freedom once I make a million dollars. I'll have freedom once I have a partner, like whatever it was, right? I'll have freedom when A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and 100 Steps More happen. And I would coach them and support them to look at, but where do you have freedom now? How Mm -hmm. can you increase that feeling, that experience right now? And when they started to to practice that, right, it changed everything. Like so many people, you know, within a month were like, wow, I have so much more freedom. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, and that is exactly what it was. The living mindset. Versus the achieving mindset. And it didn't mean they stopped having goals or they stopped wanting their business to be something. But they were living way more and experiencing so much more satisfaction, fulfillment. And oftentimes, it
1: changed their goals quite dramatically. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've definitely can resonate with that. It's a funny story. A few years ago, um, through this, this, this business group I was part of, I met with someone who's a coach cause I, you know, I get to know him and see if there was a, a fit for coaching. We had coffee and had a conversation and shared where I was at. And he said, you know, what do you, what's your ultimate like goal? Like what's your ultimate thing that you want? And I said, no hesitation. And it remains for me, but I said, total creative freedom, total creative freedom is my, it's my Quan. To use mm. the term from Dre McGuire, it's my everything. And he's like, Well, don't you have that now? And whenever I get confronted with a truth in most circumstances, I want to punch someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so that popped up right away. I'm not a violent person, but I'm like, Oh, I'll punch you in the face. Like, How dare you tell me that truth? And I, I could not get it out of my head. And I was like, wow, do I? And I wanted to say, no, I don't. What are do you, you know, how dare you? And then I realized I have so much. I yeah, what, are you, what am I talking about? I may not be at the pinnacle of that yet, but I have yeah. so much creative freedom. Mm. You know, it's like sitting around waiting for someone to to free you or to take care of you or to show up for you. And it's like, you're already here. You can do this for yourself like how mm-hmm. much is right in front of us that we are waiting on someone else to give us and i i do think that's more of an achievement mindset because part of that achievement is like well everyone will see that i've gotten to this point but when we are living it's like how can i open my eyes to see what's right in front of me or meet my own need mm. it's right there and it, yeah. it's this small acts small acts that can, can really help to give us that sense of satisfaction. And it's pretty deep, I think.
0: Yeah. 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 And that kind of brings me, you know, as we're, we have to wrap up soon, but Mm -hmm. you know, as we do that, I mean, where do we start? Right. So here Mm -hmm. we are, we're like, Ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. Do I have an achievement mindset? Am I really thinking about how I want to live? Like, where's a good place to start?
1: Well, this this brings me to the last comparison, which I think to a certain extent, the achievement mindset set is one around withholding of good things from ourselves. Mm. And I think the living is one of giving ourselves. Like when you're truly living and you're truly in the moment, you're like, what do I need? What do I really want right now? And then you can say, Oh, I really want a cool glass of water. And then you can go and you can get yourself a clean, cool glass of water, which is a miracle, Mm -hmm. which is actually a miracle. And if there's enough mindfulness around that, you can feel it all the way through you. Like in my emotional practice, it's like, I want to feel things all the way through. You can feel the miracle Mm -hmm. of that all the way through. And so I think it begins with, small things like that. I think it begins with dumping the withholding, dumping the mm. I think that's also a reflection of when I'm worthy kind of a thought train and saying, "No, I'm worthy now." I'm worthy now. I can give this to myself. I can give a walk down the block to myself. You know what? I can't help you with your homework right now because I need 10 minutes to myself. Mm. You can give yourself 3 deep breaths. I was kind of frazzled before we started this conversation. And so I gave myself 3 deep breaths. I actually it probably took about five or six. <laughs> um, and as I was doing it, it's not just about the doing. I'll say this too. It's not just about the doing it. Do it. Definitely do it. But as you're doing it, go, I'm breathing. It's changing the way I feel. And I'm drinking this cool water. What did that take to get out of my faucet? Wow what a miracle. Mm. Those are the small, tiny micro moments that we can begin to shift from that achieving mindset into the living mindset. And that is really a gateway for reclaiming that essential self, that deep self. So good. I mean, I feel like that last thread we
0: could actually make a whole entire new podcast on, right? Like I don't even think I connected this topic with the idea of withholding. And yet I can feel that. Right, mm-hmm. like how often our achievement mindset is the carrot or the stick, mm-hmm. and you know is just withholding all the goodness we have right now in our lives, right now in our relationships, right now in our work, right now in our, you know, everything. And so that's really a powerful way to end this mm-hmm. this topic in this podcast episode. So thank you, Emily, for bringing all that wisdom to us. You're so welcome. Love the conversation. And thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next week.
1: Hey, it's Emily. I hope something from our conversation today inspired you. And if you find yourself curious about my work, about intrinsic branding, or about Root & River, I invite you to head over to rootandriver.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter or you can read some of our free content. Hope to see you there.